Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the nighttime show announcer showdown. Hello, everybody. I'm announcer number one, Mike Glazer. Your co-host for today is head writer of the nighttime show, Matt Walker. Today's guest, you know him from Family Guy, Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, Skylanders Academy. He's dynamite. Give it up for Josh Robert Thompson as we throw it to our host, Stephen Kramer Glickman. Yo, what up, what up? Very nice. Well done, Mike Glazer. Good uh, job. All right, here we go. And Very this is, competent. This is, for, this is for all the money in the world. This is for the big position as second-tier announcer, <laughs> Robbie Carlisle. And take it. I'm the other announcer guy doing the competition thing, Robbie Carlisle. And today we have this most amazing guest. He's been on Family Guy, tons of characters. He's been on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. And you kiddies, you'll know him from the Skylanders Academy game. He's Josh Robert Thompson. And then we have this co-host, his name, and he's the producer on the Nighttime Show. Show, live show. It's Matt Walker. And then the host, the big guy, the main one, the bald guy that's also main guy. It's, it's Steven Kramer Glickman. <laughs> yeah! I feel like, uh, wow, those were... Those were both I announces. <laughs> I feel like, what do you feel like? How do you no, feel, I, Robert? I, I, listen, I got to say, I mean, all, all due respect, uh, I like the initial mellow read. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, very... Laid back, very Mike subdued, Glazer. very mm-hmm. beardy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Mike, I could hear your beard in the read, which was good. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, that's very hipstery. People like that. Yeah, yeah. like if I'm selling a vape pen, people are going to be like, oh. <laughs> vape pen, kale chips, <laughs> yep, sure. you know, uh, maybe some kind of a tampon commercial or yeah. something. Un- I, unicycle hey, rental. over to the CVS, I f- pick up our deal. Exactly. Yeah. But Robbie, I got to tell you, I mean, you added your own flavor to that piece. I felt excited. I felt like I was back in junior high for some reason. I don't know why that is. <laughs> he has. I don't know why. Do you, does anyone know what I mean? Is yeah, something no, no, about I it? get it. He's got this. It's it's like uh, high school radio. I know? feel like I've just like. finished playing level two of Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm going to go upstairs and find my dad's penthouse mags. But, you know, maybe later on I'm going to listen to the radio and maybe I'll hear your voice because it's the summer of 1988 and everything's okay. Yeah. So, Were you I'm going to say Robbie. 1988, Robbie? No. Hey, Robbie. No, Robbie. Robbie's the We're winner. We're giving it to Robbie. Wow. We're giving it to Robbie. Really nice. Well done, buddy. Boy, well oh done. Very proud of you. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I really am. Wow. He's... he's Robbie's got really? a, a a wonderful thing about him. He's a mm. uh, he's uh, he brings the magic. He's like our lucky charm on our live show, uh, in the way that um, we we do uh, we've done horrible things to him. We abuse on the him. Live oh, show. Okay. Uh, uh, we're very abusive to Robbie, but Robbie is made physically uh, <laughs> made of comedy, of comedy mm-hmm. and cheese. And it's cheese. like cheese doodles and. And comedy. Cheese doodles and comedy. I yeah, love that's, it. that's nice. basically that's what, your book. That's yeah. the title. <laughs> Cheese doodles and comedy. I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd buy it. 
Um, some of the things uh, quickly we've uh, we've uh, done to Robbie. We've dressed him up as a giant piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Made him uh, yell at me on stage because Stephen said that pie was better than cake, and he was very offended by that. He so was like, cake. "I'm a piece of cake. Fuck right. you!" You know, yelling at me from the audience. Wow, weird. That was weird. Elaborate budget on this. Uh, yeah, we program. really it's go amazing. for it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we lose money constantly. Yeah, no, I understand. Doing yeah. This I show. understand. Uh, we've we've uh, my one of my favorite bits of all time was right after Trump got elected. I came out on stage. I do the monologue, and then we have a desk on stage. And I go to sit at my desk. And I go, whoa, whoa, what's under my desk? And he, uh, Robbie comes out as Monica Lewinsky in the blue dress. <laughs> he straightened his hair yeah. the whole bit. And he's like, he's like, just under there, sucking some dicks. Wow. Just like I normally do. With makeup. Pulls, the whole pulls thing, out yeah. a cigar out of his ass. Just the whole, yeah. oh, you know, this is, this is average stuff for me. You yeah. Know? And then just we sucking the, some dicks. Sucking yeah. some old desk. dicks under this desk. Wow. It's yeah. what I normally Good do. Good for you, right? Oh, God. It we, had a, we had him tied to a chair in his underwear while a dominatrix uh, broke stuff on this him. This is on the show? This is on or the this show. Is, okay, I'm going to make sure on the show. this wasn't Live. after. Okay. Yeah, no, no. And every <laughs> was time, just, just a weekend. Yeah, yeah something we had Adam, a Thursday night. You guys liked it. We had Adam Ray from Ghostbusters on the show, and every time Adam Ray got an answer wrong. We asked him questions about his friend. Every time he got an answer wrong. Uh, the dominatrix would hit Robbie with a table leg. <laughs> and the worst part was, and this is the sad part, is that um, they had told Matt, I wasn't paying attention because I was off, you know, in dreamland sure. doing something. But they said, Matt, whatever you do, make sure that you break the table leg and the uh and like the the t- it was a table leg and a and a, a table banister. leg and a banister right. and then a cinder like, block make sure to break it first and then glue it back together. no no no, no they didn't say that that was they your said, idea to do that oh no they said car like cut no, into it a little bit the problem bit. was we did that and we used super glue to glue it back together and it was stronger yeah, than it had been for the initial break Gorilla. yeah so Gorilla then when glue. she would yeah. hit robbie with the table it leg it wouldn't break it was just it was just like Oh, so it he was, had these big welts on yeah, him. Yeah. From Did she try it was, a couple times? Was oh, it a, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get it right. It was great. Oh, yeah. And she kept hitting it like not on the break part. So like. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so the fucking my, audience was just. Was like, just like, hitting me with my, Malice my did a fantastic My favorite job. part of that story is the Adam Ray from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not comedian Adam Ray or <laughs> no, no, no. Mad it's, TV's. Yeah. Uh, Adam Ray. You would go to Ghostbusters. Go- I go to go. That's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I would sweep that one under the rug if really? I were Adam Ray. He's a good what? guy. I'd sweep it under the rug. What was the matter with the? Oh, all right. All right we won't get into it, but yeah, you can might. ask the twelve people that saw it in the theater. Look, I love Adam Ray. <laughs> I love Adam Ray too. I saw Ghostbusters in the theater, and I, I still know. I still love Adam Ray. I that that's how powerful the love of Adam Ray is. <laughs> You That's can love him through Ghostbusters. I understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's, I feel the he same is a, way he is about a terrific George guy. Lucas. We had uh, for Stephen's birthday, we surprised him right. by having Robbie dressed as Marilyn Monroe come out and sing "Happy Birthday." Oh, like to him, like Mr. President yes, style, JFK style. style. It was well, so it was good. Mr. Nighttime Show. Mr. Nighttime yeah. Show. Happy birthday, really Mr. Wonderful. Nighttime Show. But he goes for it. And he Stephen goes didn't know. See, that's what it is. Stephen didn't know we were going to do that because we had a, a stormtrooper and Darth Vader lined up to come out and bring him a birthday cake. And uh, Robbie came in instead. But we still was, did the, the Yeah, they thing. came in afterwards. They came in as well. You, you had them lined up. Lined up And they were in. hanging out. And they were like, hold on. We got to get Marilyn. It's good to have this guy first. go out or something. Hey, what's up, man? How yeah. you doing? I'm Vader. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have that guy go in real quick. And, and I, I don't know how many times we've had Robbie dress up as a bumblebee on the show, but a we've bumblebee? had him yeah. in, a, in a ladies' bumblebee costume. Now, what's yeah. the significance of that? Just no, because? Just funny. Just, just, it because looks funny. there's nothing funnier than a man in a bumblebee costume. A fat that's, guy in a bumblebee suit that's is true. hilarious. Or a gorilla. Gorilla suits are my favorite. I have sure. a number of gorilla suits. I laugh every time someone's in a gorilla suit. Really? It's very funny to me. Yeah, wh- now, what kind of weird stuff do you have in your house? Do like, you really want to get into this? I want to get into it. <laughs> tell me, I want to hear five weird things that are in your house. Five weird things. Tell me five weird things in your house. In my house. Well, in my garage, I have uh, tons of animatronic monsters for Halloween. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Are, you uh, like I, the, are you the guy with the house? I'm the guy on the street. Oh. I'm the only guy because it's, you know, it's a predominantly Mexican neighborhood. So what happens is the kids will walk by and see Frankenstein's monster in the window. And a couple of years ago, a kid walked by and said, uh, hey, there goes Shrek right there. <laughs> so that's when I knew that life, I was very depressed by that. Oh, Did you so, have a picture of Steven? Is that what, yeah. Excuse me? No, no, no. <laughs> For God's sake, How dare you? I have an animatronic uh, in my living room. Uh, I do have an animatronic uh, Frankenstein's monster that stands in my living room. Really? Yeah, when it's, when it's off season. Oh, I like That's that. Cool. Off That's cool. Off-season. That's great. Uh, what else do I have? I've got a, I've got a Boglin, one of the original Boglins. That's Ooh. kind of cool. Oh, I'm looking at a picture right now. Uh, wow, of the Bumblebee uh, outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm being oh, shown that. Oh, God, do I love I wasn't it. sure if I was supposed to acknowledge that or if this was like the radio <laughs> thing where you go, yeah, you can talk about it. We'll tweet and it. And then I'm we'll not supposed to. Some point. What other things do I have? I love you have a Boglin. The old school puppeteered the old school. Boglins? The Boglins were from the 80s. I love Boglins. And you got them in like a, a cage that was made out of cardboard and a plastic cage that came down. And you could move the eyes back and forth and they glowed in the dark. So cool. That was the thing. And they were really cool looking. And when I was a kid, uh, I did a bunch of horror movies in, in junior high. And uh, the the evil creature, one of the evil creatures was one of my Boglins. And I remember making green food coloring and a soap concoction that would be the foam that came out of the Boglins' mouth. Cool. My mother was the camera person. So I'd say, all right, Mom, when when you get a close-up of the Boglin, you got to cut. You got to hit the pause. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to Because you had no editing. It was just on a camera. We're going to do it right in the tape, Mom, and it's going to rewind three seconds. So remember... (laughs) Pause it. Give it three seconds, then pause it. Okay, so my mom pans over to the Boglin, pauses too soon, (laughs) rewinds three seconds, three frames. Now it's a different shot. It's not even on the Boglin. Ah. What I was trying to do was cut to the Boglin foaming at the mouth. We had to then put the foam in the mouth. Damn it, Mom. You ruined my (laughs) opus. Now were you shooting on VHS or on High 8? VHS at that time. This was 88. My grandfather... uh, let me borrow his camera. He was the first guy in the family to have the camera. Nice. So he's like, we're going to make horror movies. <laughs> what else you got? What else? I, we, got Bogman, I got? we got Bogman. We got Frankenstein. We got Monsters. That's three. Two what more. Else? Okay. Uh, pet rats. Mm-hmm. I've got rats in my garage. I've had pet rats for a long time. Rats make great pets, by the way. I had a rat when I was you in did? high school. Yeah. Fantastic pet. It's like they, they don't make a lot of noise. Wait, they don't uh, smell. They like to come saying. out of the cage and run around right. and like play, and they're just very playful. Are, are these, Great pets. Are, are these purposeful pet rats? They're purposeful. They're not okay. wild rats. They're not. You don't just half. You don't just trap them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't live in a bad right. neighborhood where yeah. you have rats. Hey, man, you got rats, motherfucker. <laughs> or whatever the guy sounds like. I'm just sure. saying that's the voice I chose. Yeah. yeah. Could have sounded like somebody Could've else. Sound like anybody. That's my choice. People yeah. listening. 
Please don't write to me. <laughs> uh, pet rats. I've had them for years. Mm-hmm. Wow. At one point, I had two large cages, one female, one male, because if you get them yeah. together, you'll end you up with more rats. rats. Yeah. I think I had at one time uh, like 37 rats. Because yeah. people don't spare Holy neuter shit. the rats. Yeah. Right. They don't do that. Oh, now they're gone. Now you can't get them anywhere. you got to go yeah. to breeders because a year and a half ago, some kid... Some dopey kid, rest in peace, kid. He got <laughs> bit by a rat, a Petco rat, mm-hmm. and he got rat bite fever. Oh shit! Now, first of all, I, it takes a lot to get a rat to bite rat you. Rat bite fever. Rat bite fever. <laughs> right? Do we have the rights to that? I don't know. Yes, we do. Absolutely. But you've got to really provoke a rat in order to get bitten. Okay. So sure. I'm going to blame it on the kid. I'm going to victim blame. Yeah. But the kid died, and now we got it. All our fun is ruined. So Petco doesn't have rats anymore. Oh. The rat was just hungry. Fucking kid. Yeah, give that. Come on, kid, you Get asshole. Our <laughs> son is dead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted rats. I'm very sorry. I am very sorry about your son's death, but maybe you should have taught him how to handle the rat. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the dad or the mom. I don't Such know. Such a bummer. Oh, rats. Yeah, see, there rats. it is. Ba, 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 da, ba. <laughs> rats. I have uh, from the Late Late Show. I have Jeff Peterson, the robot skeleton, yeah. the original controller. Before I did the voice, this was when Craig Ferguson did the voice for the first two weeks. Grant Imahara from Mythbusters mm-hmm. built Jeff the robot, and he had this push-button controller with about six phrases, and Craig had it hidden behind his desk. And I do have that. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And sometimes I sit in my underwear so do you in like my to house look and at him cry like, and press the buttons. Do you look at it and you're like, I took your job. Yeah, I took yeah. I fucked you over, I took man. that robot's job. Yeah. No, robot's taking my job. I'm taking got, his job. I've got that and the, the chair that I never knew about until the show ended. There was a chair backstage for me that said Roboprop. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that I had a it? chair that I could sit in. No one ever told me. <laughs> never sat in. in the last show, they went, hey, you want this chair? <laughs> We're just gonna put in a wood chipper. <laughs> were you the robot, right? That was one of the yeah, one of the guys. Yeah. Who, Who are you, you again? <laughs> Is there some shit over here if you want it? Oh my god! So those are the some of the weird things I have. I That's love cool. it. That's wondrous. I love that you have good weird stuff in your house. Did you get it? Did you have a chair on Big Time Rush? Um, no, but. I had one on big time on the big time rush movie, mm-hmm. and my name was on it, and I stole my I stole that from yeah, Canada, yeah. and I stole Where's a bunch the of the other. Where's that chair? No, I just have the the slack the 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 thing. You the, take the, the whole chair. You can't. They sit couldn't on that. give me that. It was in Vancouver. They didn't want to give me a it. chair to fly home with. No, we're not going to give it to you. you can't yeah. have it. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Oh, I thought of another thing. Sweet. Forrest Ackerman, Forrest J. Ackerman, the the creator of Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. Of course, you know mm-hmm. Forrest, right? So, and this, this is, boy, watch how I casually throw this next fact out. When I was involved briefly in Scientology, I, uh, <laughs> nice. I, I gained access to all of Forey Ackerman's um, files, I guess, when he passed away. Mm-hmm. He was one, he was, I think, the earliest uh, uh, literary agent for L. Ron Hubbard when L. Mm-hmm. Ron Hubbard was writing his fiction stuff okay. back no in the day. Way. Right? So one of the folks over at uh, the Scientology organization, I was doing audiobooks for them, I should say. Mm-hmm. I was doing really cool audiobooks, stories from the Golden Age, which were all like, you know, Western, sci-fi, all the Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, so we would do radio play versions of those stories. Oh, cool. And they said, Josh, you like horror stuff. Would you like to look through, I don't know, this guy, Forey J. Ackerman? We don't know who he is. Would you like to look <laughs> through his files? I said, uh, yeah. So I ended up taking most of them. 
and I have all of those at my house. That's awesome. Wow. So that is amazing. that is a cool thing that I have. So when you say you were briefly, <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Of, what do you mean? What was, were you what, a what member that? at some point? Well, I was. Did you take classes? And, I did. See, because I know a guy. He was a comic. And uh, he was involved in Scientology for like 10 years. Makes sense. And then he got kicked out of Scientology because he ran out of money. And I'm curious. He got kicked out because he ran out of money. He couldn't afford any more classes. Like, you can't come here anymore. I don't believe that. I believe he must have something else. Must have. I, I, I summarily, I dismissed myself mm-hmm. from the organization. Really? I got involved, uh, I won't name any names, but I got involved because of a, a voice actor. I was much younger then, mm-hmm. and... I he took me under his wing and mm-hmm. said, "You want to do these audiobooks?" And that was great. Honestly, for a young actor breaking yeah. into the business, I got to meet everybody in the business. It wasn't just Scientologists. It was every voice actor mm-hmm. in town came in. That's uh, great. Fred Tatashore, I that's how I first met him and my buddy John Mariano and oh all of these great performers. Uh Bruce Boxleitner, that was really the highlight. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Tron Jeez. himself I got to meet. Wow. I doing I'm Scarecrow getting Mrs. King. You're doing these fucking audiobooks. <laughs> Is that right, Bruce? Yeah, yeah, she's leaving me. Fuck you. What page are we on? That was Bruce Boxleitner. Mm -hmm. That was my Bruce Boxleitner impression. (laughs) That was a very solid impression. Thank you very much. Look it up. You'll get it. Uh, But that's how, that was sort of the gateway. Uh, This this person that got me involved um, had, you know, I started taking classes. They were recommending I take some courses. It all starts out very, look, I'm not here to, by the way, I have to say this because I'm I'm not here to take them down. You can do whatever you want. Do you have, do they have a file on you? I'm sure they do. I'll say this. Uh, yeah. I, I used to play drums in a bagpipe and drum band here in Southern California. And one of oh. our members was a Scientologist. So they'd hire us to play for a bunch of their events. Yeah. So we'd go to the compound. The nicest people I've ever met in my entire life yeah. were at the Scientology compound. No, I've never met nicer people. Everybody's great. I mean, I, I'm, I'm bummed out only that, you know, no, none of those people speak to me anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, honestly, because. Once I, you're out, then they sort of cut you off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I spoke out about it, but I certainly have had my opinions about it. And I think mm-hmm. you should be allowed to do that. But, yeah. you know, like, thanks to Leah Remini and uh, the show The Path on mm-hmm. Hulu, which is an amazing show. Yeah. Uh, and Going Clear, you know, it's okay for people to talk about it now, yeah. but it's not a big deal. I mean, it's something yeah. I did. Look, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know a significant. There's a significantly large group of celebrities that I know that I've been around a lot. Yeah. And they're like every single, all of them are in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all super, super nice people. Yeah. Very dedicated. Do you hang very, out with John Travolta? I do. And Tom Cruise? Do. You can tell me? I d- nice I told guy. You, nice I told guys. you when I went out with, uh, when I w- went out with that girl, uh, when I went out with Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray on mm-hmm. that date. I remember. Remember oh. her? Remember that girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the worst. Oh, but we okay. went on this date, and uh, on the date, she was like, you know, my best friend is John Travolta. And I was like, for Christ's sake. Oh, God. Are you serious with the whole time? The whole time. My best friend. My best friend. He's a very sweet guy. I, I've met him a few times. huge John Travolta yeah. fan. By the way, biggest movie star in the world still, Tom Cruise. Like there, Absolutely. There's no, yeah. there's no one that can open there a movie. There's no one now. with now. more charisma on screen than Tom Cruise. Who else can open a movie now? What is another name that you run out to see at a movie theater? Honestly, Tom Cruise is the only one left. Because the idea of yeah. a movie star is gone. What? No, you're right. I mean, I would have said Tom Hanks, but... But that uh, ship but, has sailed. But, yeah. No, but the, what's it called? That movie he did with Spielberg, uh, Road, the uh, Spy, uh, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies didn't didn't do anything. No, it didn't. Do and he's got very that well. movie out now. What is it? Target Circle, Circle K. K? What's it called? Terrible, uh, it's an awful movie. 
Did you see it? Yeah, I went. Uh, the trailer uh, looked. Uh, looks horrible. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I won't, I won't repeat myself. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm it's just not, saying. It's not a good movie. You know what the trailer but, looked uh, like? They I'm were, a huge Tom Hanks fan. Of course. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like Tom Cruise is literally one of the He's only it. people in the world that can open a right. movie. All right. yeah. Mark Wahlberg, time. let's be honest. I mean, I'm going to go yeah. see Transformers because sure. I'm just. No. <laughs> of course. Because of Mark Wahlberg. It's not about the robots. Yeah. Well, and I guess. I guess you could say Vin Diesel. Yeah, you could. I think for That's a different generation, cars, you could for say a different that. Different generation. Those terrible movies are about the stupid cars, not the terrible actors. You know, those, I tell you what, though, man, they're making some. I cannot they're believe how long that's that's been going on for a fourteen years or yeah. something now. Ridiculous. Billions and billions. When I worked at Blockbuster Video, I think that's when that you first worked movie, at Blockbuster. I, sure I worked at Blockbuster. Oh yeah, buddy. What? How long did you work at Blockbuster for? Nineteen ninety-six to two thousand one. Oh, my God. I was in deep. I saw all yeah. the changes. Dude, I worked at Blockbuster Video from 2000, uh, 2012 to 2014. Yeah, <laughs> 2002 to 2004. Wow, so we've mm-hmm. got the bridging stories. So I've got yeah. the, the prequels, mm-hmm. and then you have the original trilogy in your mind. Josh was there at yeah. the peak, and you were there at the end. You were there at the end. I was there when things started to fall apart because Netflix oh. had already already started to exist, but it was just uh, you know coming DVD to your Yeah, but then yeah. these assholes are like, come to Blockbuster.com. Yeah. We yeah. can do it, too. We can do the same thing. Didn't work out. No, it was bad. And I got fired from Blockbuster because there <laughs> wait, was a, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, Steven. Oh, yeah. You got fired from Blockbuster? <laughs> yes, I got okay. fired from a lot of things. How did that, what Definitely happened there? Blockbuster. Well, I was working and uh, there was a guy, uh, well, I was working and then they said to me, uh, I wanted to see Transform, uh, not Transformers, sorry, uh, Terminator 3. Okay, Terminator, Terminator 3. 3 with the lady. Yeah. Lady. Oh, that was a good Rise one. Fun one. I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that film. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, the TX. Yeah, because she's like the super hot Terminator. I just like when she pulls up in the drive-thru and says uh, she's looking for his lieutenants and they're all kids at that point. It's a yeah. Mexican kid working at this taco place and she goes, Jose Barrera? And then the guy's like, Yeah. And then she just shoots the kid. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Love this movie. Brutal. Yeah. I like This is a great movie. (laughs) This is a movie where uh, there's a crane. We got the guy that could do wheelies on the crane. That's the story he (laughs) always tells. Jonathan Master was a director. He's a great action director. Did you 571. Great movie with the submarine. And I was on this crane and he could do wheelies. It was great. (laughs) But I hurt my shoulder. (laughs) The whole movie. Anyway, That's sorry. So, so T three is coming out. Rise of the Machines, oh and what happens? You're God. trying to get. You're trying to get a copy. You're trying to get in. Uh, remind me the blockbuster yeah, days. Uh, yeah, we got Yeah, uh, yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, I was trying. I wanted to get. I wanted to watch the movie, but you know, at Blockbuster, if you worked there, you you got three free rentals. A That's week, right, right. But I had already seen my three free rentals because I didn't go. To, I, didn't, I didn't have money to go to film school, so I would literally work to Blockbuster and watched every single thing I Absolutely. possibly could. Yeah, just to know as much as I could about the business. It was like your Quentin Tarantino model of. That's who I got it from. Yeah. It was him and something. Kevin Smith. That's where yeah. I, I was like, oh, if they. That's how they do it. That's what you do. And then you put yourself into into debt by making a movie. Like that's that's right. That's what happened. Yeah. Right? And so I'm I'm uh, working there and uh, and I go I said to my manager, I go, hey, uh, can I can I use a f- another free rental to watch uh, Terminator three? Because I've already I've already used my three. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can use this girl who's out of town. We can use her free rental. Wow. And I was like, OK. And so he he charges her free rental. Right. I go home. I watch the movie that night and I turn it back in the next day. 
she comes into into work Did you not from rewind? her vacation. No, 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 no. no. She comes oh, in no. back to work from vacation. She goes. Hey, someone rented a movie on my on my account while I was gone. Who did this? And I was like, I I did it. Who did this? And she goes, you know, um, you're not allowed to do that. And I go, no, I I know, um, like, you know, yeah, Derek said it was what, okay. Yeah, one of the managers said it was fine. Cool, Steve, don't worry about you're out of town. <laughs> and she goes, well, as far as I know, that's a class A violation. Oh come on. And I was like, fuck you. What What do you mean? She goes, it's fraud. It's a fraud. It's it's your your fraud. You 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 committed fraud by renting on my on my account without my Are permission. Are you telling me this? Because you you said that it was <laughs> yours to rent, and you said you were me. And I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, one of the managers said it was cool. She goes, all right, well, I'm gonna go tell the head manager. So head manager calls me into into her office, and she goes, uh, she goes, it was a lady, and she's oh, like, she's like, yeah, she goes, <laughs> um, you committed a class A violation. And so did this manager, and we need to know who the manager was what? that did this. And I go, well, uh, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, nice job. And she goes, well, you have to tell me. I go, no, I don't. And she goes, well, um, you know, you're you're protecting somebody uh, for absolutely no reason. I can fire <laughs> you over this, and I can dock your pay, and what? I can do all this stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's one video rental. It's not that big a deal. And uh, and she just wouldn't give up, and so then she calls. Then corporate comes in. Corporate, this is right? No joke. In and Texas, this, this guy from corporate comes in. And was he wearing a blue polo shirt? Uh, <laughs> he, he was. He was wearing a suit. Oh, and he wow. was very, very upset. How with you me. doing, Stephen? I'm Mike Jenkins from the headquarters. <laughs> yep. What you did was against all laws of nature. <laughs> now I'm going to ask you one time, Stephen. Yes. I want to know. Did you or did you not use one of Nancy's rentals? <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. Now, which manager said that was okay? I'm not going to tell you. God damn it, Stephen. I'm not telling you. <laughs> it is a simple question. You can't ask me. And I, you can ask me you all you want. I'm not. will answer the question. <laughs> you can't handle the truth, Stephen. I mean, wow, That's how, that's dude. how it was. And I, and I and I and, and he goes he goes he goes well if you're not going to tell me you won't be needing this and took my badge ripped it off me ceremoniously and threw it threw it onto the counter <laughs> and he goes he goes he goes uh you can leave this is your last day and I go I go fine I walk out I walk out of the back room yeah and I go ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. I just want you all to know that I've been let go from this company, and I know what you're all thinking. You all think I'm going to freak out, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm going to work at Hollywood Video. Yeah. Who's coming with me? Yeah. <laughs> Who's coming with me? Cindy, you want to come with I'll me? With I know you, you want to come with me, Cindy. I do the scene. All right. right. I got you. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. I walk out. I go to work at Hollywood Video the next day. It doesn't matter. Hollywood right. Video. And, uh, but six months later, I run into... The the manager and mm-hmm. I go I go hey buddy just to let you know, I uh, I protected you um, just so you know because yeah. you had gotten me in did trouble. Did you a favor, bro? I did you a favor. I I, I right. saved your ass. And he goes uh, he goes oh I don't work there anymore. And I go you don't work there anymore. He goes no I got fired. I go what'd you get fired for? He goes uh, 
stealing Xboxes? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, yeah, hell, man. I'd been stealing Xboxes from the company. I'd stolen like six Xboxes. I'd been stealing them for like yeah. a year, and they knew that someone was at fault, and so they were trying to figure it out. I was like, oh, that's why they were freaking out so hard on me. Right. Because they thought if, if, if a guy was going to disobey one rule, he was the guy who was stealing the Xboxes. It this turned out insane. that is true. And here's the best uh, little anecdote to the end of that fucking story. Best. I got to meet with Cameron Crowe for a general, like just a general meeting where we got to like hang out for like an hour because we're both from, I grew up in San Diego. We actually got to like sit and chat about the business and his kids used to watch this Nickelodeon show I was on. So yeah. he just wanted to meet me. We got to sit down and in the middle of it, I was like, by the way, you're, when I got fired yeah. from Blockbuster, I did your speech and I told him and he fucking laughed his ass Unbelievable, off. It was man. great. It was like the best like a- possible ending. Dude, we, we took every, we took ice cream. We took uh, oh, yeah. uh, so many Cokes. We took oh, Sprite. God. We took uh, Movies Home. There was no uh, limit the, on what uh, you'd rent. We what's took, the statute oh. of limitations on theft from Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, this guy, a lot of trouble. they brought in this ex-cop from Chicago, Ted Gomez. I'll never forget it. Ted Gomez. I'm Ted Gomez. This sounds big, like one of the guys in black. Breaking Bad. Yeah, Ted Gomez here. And uh, they were looking for money. They, they, were out, they were out 20 grand. They were, you know, back in that day, we made shitloads of money on it's the tons weekend. Tons of cash coming in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you were there, it was like you barely get five people to show up. You oh, know? yeah, it was dead. And, and by the way, there were no late fees at the point that you were there because mm-hmm. the, the customers had won. So yeah. they'd come in and be like, I don't got to pay for shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to keep this for 30 days, and then yeah. I'll just buy it, asshole. And I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah. But they had a whole commercial campaign that said, guess what? No more late fees. And these fuckers would come in and be like, yeah. guess what? I got to pay shit. <laughs> but back in my day, back in my day, people would rack, you know, be like $300 worth of late fees. Yeah. And they'd come in to like yeah. physically fight you. I got in a physical altercation <laughs> with the guy once who threw a tape at my head and he went, you son of a bitch, I ain't paying shit. And this was in Orange County, so I don't know where that guy came from. But Ted Gomez shows up and he's going to grill all of the employees. I was one of the managers, so he's going to grill all of the employees and the managers on, where's this 20000 mm-hmm. Whoa. Josh, have a seat. Ted Gomez, uh, as you know, I've been sent from corporate to uh, talk to you about finding the missing $20,000. As you can imagine, twenty thousand dollars is a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir, Mister Gomez. Now I got a security tape here that shows you here by the safe. Now every morning you had to open up the safe, and I think that day I was having like a terrible life crisis at mm-hmm. the ripe age of you know twenty three. Sure. And uh, so you see me on the video put suddenly put my head in my hands, and I'm just kind <laughs> of I was probably tired because I worked a double shift or something. Yeah. Anyway. Ted says to me, I'm just a fucking kid working at Blockbuster Video. And he goes, what's going on there? Maybe uh, feeling guilty about the <laughs> 20000 that you took? And I was like, no, actually, I was having a pretty bad day. And he says, all right. Well, after you got done feeling sorry for yourself, <laughs> what did you do? I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Holy so shit. it turns out that uh, one of the other managers just forgot to take it to the bank. You, you took the pouch of money mm-hmm. up front, locked it in a drawer, and then you would go to the bank later on. They just kept it. It was locked in the drawer the entire time. Never Nobody had taken. taken the money. How long Holy had it been shit. in the drawer? It had been in the drawer for two weeks. Oh, my God. And Ted Gomez is, is giving me Grilling shit. 22-year-old, you. Yeah. you know, stick figure Fucking of a boy. Ted. I don't know. When did they find the money? <laughs> it was like a couple weeks later. 
Some wow. girl got fired for it. Uh oh, oh, wait a minute. So I worked at Hollywood Video. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. That was the one. And, Bringing the heat. Uh, like right at the end. It was like my first job. And um, it was right as everything was going to like shit. And I worked there as a way for me to sell weed to all of my friends and not be <laughs> at my house. Because then all they would do is put the like put the cash for an eighth in the return. Yeah, thing, nice. Put the cash fall down. I would grab all the movies, put it in my pocket. You know what I mean? And then right. like, they would like, and then I'd like hand them an eighth outside where the cameras weren't. <laughs> and the rest of the day, all I'm eating is like Toll House sandwich cookies, those ice cream sandwiches. Oh yeah, cookies. yeah, oh, right, right. right. Yeah. Just like watching them. And then when when we all knew we were getting fired and shut down, they just took all the VHS and threw it in the dumpster behind the Hollywood video. And I went back and forth from my house and just filled my trunk and then just sold VHS all summer. They threw them all out. They just threw it all away. It was unbelievable. It was a great time. Oh, my God. And what's the statute of limitations on selling drugs? Oh, come on, man. Oh, Jesus. Hey, guys. uh, Ted Gomez here. I've been listening to your show. Uh, Ex-cop out of Chicago. And uh, after you guys got done feeling sorry for yourselves. (laughs) What the hell, Ted? God, that bastard. Uh, But they really took it very seriously. Yeah. All right, so something I want to talk about real quick before we continue is uh, is sex, you know? Uh, Having having the sex. It's a positive Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I mean, Matt, I know you're out there. You're having Mm -hmm. the sex, right? Uh, Which is good for you. Good job, pal. (laughs) And uh, Glazer, you've been with your girlfriend for what? How many years? Eight years now, and it's like still real fun. Like that's, we have a great time. Yeah, Dude, that's so wonderful. So it doesn't really matter if it, if you're just starting out or with someone, or if you're if you've been in it for a while. You gotta sometimes you gotta spice things up. Sometimes oh, have gotta to. add a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. Add a little spice to it. Uh, I mean, and if you've been uh, fantasizing about uh, surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult film, well, then I have the offer for you. You're gonna love it. You can't. Can't resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off just about any item in oh. the entire damn website. That's fun. It's unbelievable. Okay, and that's not all. Oh, no, no. Check this out. When you select your one item at 50% off, you're also going to get three free adult DVDs. That's right. Mm-hmm. Three, three free uh, DVDs also. You can use that for inspiration. Also, a free extra sensual gift i can't even talk about i'm sold podcast. so how do, how do i take no hang on offer? a second uh I'm there's to more top it all off to top it all off free shipping whoa oh, no nice. this is no all right, joke now i'm definitely in what do i have okay, to do to get, get this so deal. check out adamandeve.com today for a special offer get 50 percent off uh, one item when you use the the code tnts as in the nighttime show tnts for offer code upon your mm-hmm. checkout and when you do you're gonna get three dvds you're gonna get free extra gift what and you're gonna get some free shipping so just Beautiful. use offer code tnts at, a, at adamandeve.com that's tnts as in the nighttime show tnts at adamandeve.com all right let's get back into this what was your first job in the like well first of all before we get into first job <laughs> where did you grow up cleveland 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 no. ohio yes sir a, oh is that i right? love cleveland cleveland shaker high shaker heights shaker Wow. wow. That you, explains a lot. Did you do you uh, laid back? 
Did you do uh, uh, did you have family Math. that did uh, uh, comedy stuff? Any family no. that was in this business? No. I mean, I never knew my real father. From what I understand, he was a very funny guy. Uh, he was also an artist, as oh, wow. I am as well. Um, but uh, no. No, there was no... There was no... In- when you're growing up in Cleveland and you want to be an actor and a writer... Uh, you get a lot of shit, especially I was growing up in the eighties. You, you know, can it was like, look up to Drew Carey, and that's about it. That's right. and even then, he wasn't. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't even. Yet. No, that show came on in like ninety. But or that's right? a that's yeah. a that's true. When I first saw Drew Carey on the Tonight Show with mm-hmm. Johnny Carson, sitting in my living room in Cleveland, watching this guy from my hometown yeah. make it big, it was very mysterious because there was no internet, so it was like, how do you get in that? box yeah. like how do you go from this small town to that it, it see it's so unattainable at that time and you know um i had a wonderful moment when the late late show ended and they were making the transition from craig ferguson to uh james, james corden, corden. Mm-hmm. we did a series of guest hosted shows and one of those shows was hosted by drew carey mm-hmm. and peter lasalle who was the producer of our late late show with craig ferguson also executive producer of the tonight show with johnny carson mm-hmm asked me if I would like to come on as a guest and do stand-up. So now I'm doing stand-up when Drew Carey is the guest host, and I got to tell him the story. I said, you know, buddy, this is amazing, because this is my first TV appearance doing stand-up, and it's with you, and you were the guy I first saw, and that's the reason I wanted to get out of here. It was an amazing moment for me. Now, have you been doing stand-up a long time? Yeah, for a little while. I mean, I I toured with uh, Craig for about, Craig Ferguson with for about three and a half years. We oh, did wow. uh, Canada and all over the states. Uh, we're going to go to Scotland uh, for the Fringe Festival in August. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's something that I do and have done, do you and perform, I enjoy it. Do you perform out here in LA? I don't. I haven't for a while. I mean, the last show I did, I think, was at the store for uh, for Brian Redband. He's always doing these uh, mm-hmm. oh, secret yeah, things, sure. secret show. Secret and I'm like, show. That's not a secret. I'm like, you're telling everybody about the show. But it How's says it who's in it. Yeah, George Perez and others. And I'm like, Shh. yeah. I know, but it's Shh. but it's not a secret. Shh. Yeah, but <laughs> but Brian, um, we should get you on our show if you're if you if you ever want to come do our. I would love show. to do yeah. that. Oh, that'd be a blast. I mean, the thing that I kind of resonate with more, I think, what connects with me more than stand up is old time radio. I listened to a lot of Prairie Home Companion when I was a kid, and I we saw just them. Had Garrison Keillers, what Erica Rhodes, Erica who played Rhodes. his conscience. Was just on our podcast. Oh, that really? girl that was that was that, was, that the girl she played she did his conscience. that show for ten years. Yeah, really, 10 years. from the age of uh, I didn't like even know that ten to twenty or something. Oh, like that. that's yeah. beautiful. That's wonderful. You know, sometimes on my show, I like to talk like Garrison <laughs> Keillor. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's great. Ted Gomez, <laughs> you're a ex cop from Chicago. Now you're going to play the harp for us. That's beautiful. <laughs> Ted Gomez. I do that on my podcast all the time. I do. I have the, I put it, bring in the echo effect mm-hmm. and then I have the audience track where it sounds like oh, yeah. we're there and then it's all, every time I go right to uh, guitar music and then I'll make up some folk song. Yeah. I'll be like, Ted Gomez, isn't it beautiful? <laughs> but I saw their last show at the Hollywood Bowl. I mean, I went every year to the Greek. I saw the last show. The Ho- but I, I, anyway, so radio is what I love. Old time radio, mm-hmm. the shadow, the whistler, uh, dragnet, not so much. Really, I love Fire Sign Theater for yeah. sure. Fire Sign Theater, I would check out those records at the Cuyahoga County Library when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and listen to Fire Sign Theater, uh, Cheech and Chong, the Bob and Doug McKenzie Great mm-hmm. White North album, sure. and not sure. understand any of it when I was a yeah. kid. 
but something about the sound, the way the sound effects were mixed, the way that it, the way that it was performed, the different voices, SCTV was a big influence on me. So I enjoy that stuff more, that kind of very experimental improv. When I do stand-up, I wouldn't really call it stand-up because I, I tend to go out into the audience and... I really enjoy that. Sure. The danger of that for me. I get me. that. I get that. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what I grew up with. And then I would make TV shows out of my basement as a kid for many years, all through high school. Jeez. Did Johnny Carson, built my Tonight Show set out of a refrigerator box, put the bald skull cap on, and use white shaving cream to make the hair. Were you like Rupert Pupkin and I was. Comedy? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, except it was my cousins that were my audience. My little yeah. cousins would all be my guests. <laughs> You know when yeah. I was at, when I was in uh, junior high school in uh, the eighth grade eighth grade my um, my teacher I was in this private like school where it's just one teacher one student very small school. all right let's get started yeah. and uh, she said uh, is there anything uh, we can do to make a history class more interesting for you wow and I said uh, it was a real weird little school and she is was that like special ed. Well, it was like a pri- it was like a it was like an at home schooling private school. It was weird. It was they weird came place. To your house at home. No, school? I went to like a school, but the, I but it was just me and then one that's teacher not for home. every class. No, I know it's just. A I weird. think that's special I, ed. No, it's not special ed. Did you take a short bus to get there? I did not. But thank you for asking. I'm just asking. I'm asking questions. The worst friend. <laughs> Tell you, he's worst. really trying. He's chipping away at. He's, it. he's, he's trying he's, to get some I truth. Get, my my feelings are <laughs> slowly being uh, busted into pieces. Were you yeah. hot for teacher? <laughs> I was hot for teacher, um, oh, especially man. Gary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's up, Stephen? Now, how can I make this more comfortable for you? Exactly. Uh, well, they they Tom said broke on. I could do. Uh, that's that's what it sounded. It, it turned into Tom Brokaw. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. no, I like Tom. Right, right, Dave Letterman is. Uh, I had a stroke. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> They said uh, I, I could either do uh, a test uh, every uh, like a like a, a quiz every week, a test every four weeks, uh, or just a midterm and homework. And I said, oh, I said, how about instead of that? What school gives you options like that? It's How's a that weird a school. Thing? We paid a lot of money for me to go to this yeah, weird school. Sense. You paid money to go. Yeah, to school. no, it's a private school, right? Oh, and I said, private special I said, how about this? I said, how about instead, I uh, I write and produce a a a show that I host, and uh, it'll all be about history. And each, ch- you give me a chapter, and I will write a script, and then I'll I'll perform the script, and I'll talk about i'll say oh this week is all about this and we'll show clips from like fake things in history right and uh and i learned in eighth grade how to edit and how to shoot is yeah. that when you did and your video of the archduke ferdinand getting yep. shot with that's your what it was and, and we had my my, oh, my grandparents one. in the car getting getting murdered as yeah. the uh, archduke. this is how the war started yep and then we yeah. showed it in the class and i mean to the yeah, the the class. You said it's just you. Showed it, it was to the just class. me, but they had other students that also went to the school. They, they brought them in for an class. audience. Well, they're all in separate rooms. Yeah, and like, but they all brought them all in to watch. Now. And then, uh, and then I got to. It do, was like uh, special ed film day. Yeah. <laughs> God, what is the? He's really peeling this? away the layers. <laughs> really pushing. Steven, he's trying <laughs> to get really to push. it. We have special ed audience members. You know that. Yeah. What the hell, man? I was actually in special ed, and it's nothing like that. It was nothing. They. Did they beat you? <laughs> no, we, we, we actually we had an autistic what, kid. What kind of what who, kind of question is that? Know, What's the autistic. matter with you? Bobby seems like he got beaten in school. That's all. I, I'm I was beaten in school. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, right. but, but not, not by the right. special yeah, ed by the students. Come I was on, right. Yeah. He got beaten in school. What's the matter with you? Anyways, um, <laughs> oh my 
God. I see what you, I see I'm what's a bad going person. on. No, I so no, it's okay. I see what's going on here. Matt is the worst person. <laughs> hey, so uh, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as always, I, I brought a bottle of Fireball whiskey yeah. to the show because Fireball time. is the best. It's the best. It makes every show better. It makes everything better, man. It makes dates better. It makes dancing better. Mm-hmm. It makes podcasts better. Mm-hmm. It makes shows better. It makes stand up better. It makes dealing with your family better. It yeah. makes uh, crying better. It's so much better. I love I love it. I'm going to drink some right now. And you know what? If I hold the bottle up, you can actually hear the Fireball whiskey you talking. You can't hear it talk. Yes, you can. I'll take the lid off. All Hang right. on. Okay, now I'm going to hold it up. You can hear. Steven! Steven! Oh, that's, Steven! That's the Fireball. Whoa. That's in the bottle. I want to be inside you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Steven! Hey, Fireball. How are you? I'm so horny, Steven. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure you are. All right, now I let's. I want to do it with your stomach. Uh, well, get in there. Get on in there. I'm going to drink you down, right. baby. Here we go. Yeah, swallow it. Yeah. Get in there. Ooh, oh, how does yeah. it how's it feel in my stomach? It feels so good. Yeah? Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Hey, who's making all that racket? Oh, God, there's another man in here. Uh, Steven, oh, you yeah. are. How much uh, stuff do you wait, have in your stomach? Who's in my stomach? Who is that? He looks so handsome. Oh, that's Gary. Yeah. Uh, Gary, Don't you remember? Gary asked if he could. Uh, I slipped sta- down an onion ring last week, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he needed a place to stay. Yeah. Uh, I'm Airbnb-ing my stomach, stomach right definitely, now. Yeah. yeah. So, Gary, how is it in there with the? Uh, it's uh, good, bro. I'm not. I'm not ready to blow out anytime soon, man. That's cool, man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, I'm gonna hang out in here for a while. I hope you don't mind hanging out with Fireball Whiskey. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be great. We're gonna party together. We're gonna give him ulcers together. Yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> oh my God! Hey, what's hey. kidney stone? Scary. Let's, go. let's do a what's sloppy second. Let's I'll be get revenge you. for him eating us, even though we want him to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just kind of rolling inside. I think you should go see a doctor, Stephen. I probably should. <laughs> uh, guys, Fireball whiskey. It makes everything better. All right, let's get back to the show. One have you seen Matt? Have you seen those new billboards? They're pop. They're in Silver Lake. Maybe they're around here. It'd say there's like a guy with red hair on the, and it says Ginger Curious. Oh, have you ever yeah. have you seen I've not those seen yet? That. Yeah, do you have you have you gone yeah. to his website? No, no, man. It? I've thought about it. That website. Did you is, go to it? Yes, yes, now, yes. I'm uh, there was okay. Do you remember there were billboards all over town that said uh, uh, if uh, this man owes over a million dollars in child support? Yes. Same guy. Oh, it's it's some project. It's some Kickstarter oh. movie thing. I was looking for that other guy for a guy. long time. It's the same guy. Oh, Is it based shit. Based on Matt with like just his big yeah. dick and knocking up women. <laughs> and now he's Matt has a big knocking dick. Is that your thing? You just knock up women? I've never knocked any woman up. He just, yeah, he, he looks just, like one of those guys. He's just constantly serious. knocking up. No, women. it's always those you know unassuming guys that have like the giant dicks. It's such a pain in the ass. Well, his personality, you know, he's got like this skeevy, horrible, horrible you know, personality. Like, hey, doing? Hey, but then like, oh, of course you got a big penis. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's great. Got, yeah, it's usually the guys who are like they talk about having a big penis right. don't have a big penis. Right, you know. 
He does, uh, but he's uh, but he his personality. Why does come down to talking about? It's because your personality cock blocks you every <laughs> every day. Like you, you, you goes could to, do, you got the the porn. You could do porn though, because those guys are like, "Hey, yeah, doing." It's what I told them. As yeah, I said, see? when I, I saw it in a photograph. Okay, okay. <laughs> and when I saw it, Ginger let me tell curious. you something. I had nightmares about it. Okay, and I was like, and I was angry at him because I've known him for like fourteen hell, years. Man. I'm like, if you fucking if you've been packing this, you're in the wrong. Fucking what are you business. Doing, man? I'm mad at him that he's doing stand up instead of. That's doing like porn. medicated Pete on the Howard Stern mm-hmm. show. You're kind of, in a way. Well, that's very insulting, by No, the way. it's not. Comparing this guy to has. Medicated a, Pete. Well, my God, he's got a giant penis, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, you have to go where the work <laughs> is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's always the skeevy guys. Listen, like, how you doing? Hey, guess what? What was you in? Uh, did you go to a halfway house? Was you in retard class? Guess what? I got a big dick. Yeah. I mean, son of a bitch. Yeah. Why do you get to have that? I'm defla- I'm just pretending like I don't have one. Why do you have one of those? By the way, the Fireball Whiskey thing, I heard you mention on a different show. Sure. I don't know which one. Maybe yeah. it was one coming after this. Please. Could be one that came before this. Who knows? But I heard one show you did Yeah. <laughs> where you talked about giving out Fireball Whiskey yeah. shots. Yeah, we always do. We always uh, do. You're wearing a Fireball whiskey hat. Oh yeah, they That's give us true. so much Fireball stuff. Yeah, it's Fireball whiskey is is truly my guilty fireball. pleasure. It's Get great. Get out of here. It is. Are you serious? Oh god, it reminds me of home for some reason. It's I so good. Never, you know what I mean? I'll send you a bottle. Fireball is oh. fantastic. Like if you want to get the party started, Fireball. You break up the bottle of Fireball, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's Absolutely. having. You order Fireball at a bar. I I love the looks that bartenders give me. Yeah. You know they're cool when they're like, "All right, anything else?" But if they're like, what are you doing, bro? Then could, I know. Yeah. Could you do uh uh like uh could you do could you do Schwarzenegger trying to sell fireball whiskey? Fireball whiskey, yeah. <laughs> How are you? This is great. It's a fireball, right? But it's whiskey. And you drink it. It's like a fireball, right? For so example, it's like a volcano and the lava is coming out. And then you would take a bucket or some type of urn, maybe of an urn or something. Or I don't know what you do, but you gather it and then you bottle it. It's fantastic. You will love it. And you would totally drink it. And it's like, oh, it's like you're drinking dreams. You know, <laughs> you have a big penis, you know. <laughs> I'm so. I know, do, yeah. Don't you do Morgan? Do you do Morgan? Well, Fairington? of course I do. And uh, let me just say, Fireball whiskey is so good. Now, this young man here, I knew one time, it took his dick, big old dick. One of these skeevy looking, sketchy motherfuckers, scrawny ass bitch wearing a baseball cap, just saying, you know, do you go to retard school or some shit like that? <laughs> Somebody like that. It's a hypothetical. But I saw this guy stirring a bottle. Uh, uh, he had a vat of the honey, bo- honey ball, what I call it? Fireball. Honey ball. That's my nickname for you. With his dick. And if you ever tasted magic, try slurping off a little bit of uh, fireball off the end of his uh, purple-ass dick. I'm going to get sued for this. <laughs> you know, I once got a cease and desist from Morgan Freeman's people. No, you did not. Did. did you really? I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was... Bullshit. For what? Well, you know, every guy in the world on YouTube does a horrendous Morgan Freeman, and all these guys go viral. I don't know what's... I'm not even going to bother... I tried for too long to try to figure out what the fuck's wrong with everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your time because you're never going to figure it out, right? So you you hear some kid be like, Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. And people go, Oh my God, so good. Because what it is... Here's what it is. It's, It's just like seeing their buddy doing a funny impression. Yeah. 
because it sure. makes the, here's what this is really what it is. People resent for whatever reason when you are just doing your job and being good at something. Mm-hmm. If you're a performer, it turns out most people of a certain age range really fucking hate when you're really good mm-hmm. at something. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not so good at it, they love it because yes. it's as good as they could be. Yeah. And that's why they go, this is awesome. It's like everyone who thinks like, oh, that's such a good Robert De Niro impression. Right. And then everybody like does their shitty version of Robert oh, De Niro. And it's, it's like why Chewbacca mom has a show on yeah. TLC. Anyway. Uh, and then no. we won't get into it. We won't get into that. This woman sat in the car and laughed. Hurts. And it's okay. But the yeah. point is, so, so I finally do this Morgan Freeman video, which mm-hmm. was Morgan Freeman. It was a minute. It was maybe a minute and a half. Morgan Freeman narrates the audiobook version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Oh God, yes, I love that video. And I took segments from the book, and mm-hmm. then I started adding my own shit, like, yeah. kinky fuckery. What the hell is kinky fuckery? <laughs> in my day, you just took your finger, and you wrapped it in a ham sandwich, and put or whatever the fuck, <laughs> something stupid. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Within half a day, this thing was at a million views, mm-hmm. and I thought... Finally. I've finally done it. Yeah. In my old age, in my advanced age, I'm one of the cool kids. It was everywhere. E picked it up. Everybody had it. It was, it was like this. Next day, my agency calls. I'm so sorry, hon. We got a cease and desist from Morgan Freeman's uh, people. It says right there that it's an impression. Only mm-hmm. me. I go, I'm only, the I only would one. be the guy that get. There's so many other people. Yeah. Well, we worked, we worked it out because he didn't realize... They didn't realize who it was. They just thought it was some kid like oh. screwing around. Because I'd met him on the Late Late Show. Mm-hmm. Sure, Craig you just brought did him it too over. Good. You did it way too. good. This is the yeah. thing. Yeah. You it get dinged like really for him. being yeah. too good. Yeah. I did oh, yeah. Yogi yeah. Bear the movie. What a classic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, but Eric Brevik. T J. T J. Miller, Yogi Bear. No. Movie? Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Because mm-hmm. he was the yeah the park yeah. ranger. Park ranger. That's right. Oh my god. Oh sure. That's so long ago. You know how he auditioned for that? What? How? He, he went. He got a friend from the zoo to let him make a video with an actual bear. Oh my god! And it's just him going, "That's a real bear," and he's like trying to feed it. Right. And it's terrifying. And that was his. He and sent like, that You're in. in. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I that's didn't realize amazing. that because he looks so different in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and it was ago. it was Justin Timberlake and Dan Aykroyd, of course, as the voice of Yogi Bear. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. But Eric Brevig, big special effects guy. This was a movie that he directed. They brought me in to do the narrator in a Morgan Freeman-esque voice. I got a second gig out of it, another day's work, because they they said I had to pull back on the Morgan Freeman because it was too Morgan Freeman and they didn't want to get sued. Really? So I got paid more. Because you you do a lot of things where you're doing celebrity voices and they hire you to like sound like the celebrity right. and things. Yeah. Now, I know on some commercials they'll have like a disclaimer saying like this voice is a celebrity impersonator. Yeah, they do that. Do they, they have don't, to do that now? Yeah, they, they don't do that. I don't even think they do that anymore. They okay. just get the real celebrity, honestly, yeah. because you, that's the one thing is you can't sell a product with that voice. I mean, my uh, CESD, my agency gets so many requests asking me mm-hmm. to hey could josh just do i run a local business uh could josh just do like a quick 30 second spot just have him go ahead and you know do that for me for free should be fine no problem more sure. freeman I'm like yeah no problem but i can't do it do you, i can't are, do it are you now do you get brought in to voice match for, oh yeah for these guys? i just i oh i can't say what it was but i just did it today i was just at paramount i just did it today it was for a I'm not going to say the name. Nobody say the name. It was for somebody who very recently passed away, and it was an unfortunate circumstance, but I had to come in and do their ADR. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's and amazing. I get called. I did one for Nick Nolte. There was a, some political show that he just did. He played a politician. Yep. Yeah, sure. I did all of those episodes because his ADR was a nightmare. The director really? and I were laughing because he was just like, you don't know what I am. You don't <laughs> fucking water. water. Like, that was a line of dialogue. And we like, can you help us clean that up? You water. I mean, that was a long session. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's some of the weird stuff that we get involved. I, I mean, just you talked know. To, yeah. a, to a guy the other day who uh, was the voice of, he sang the voice of Scar in... Um, the original Lion King? Lion King. He because, sang the voice, yeah. Yeah, because Jeremy, I, uh, Jeremy Irons, Jeremy Irons was, was, yes. was, the, was the voice of I all the actors. I'm not going mm-hmm. to sing. But then they had a very famous, uh, then they had a very famous voiceover guy oh, yeah, come yeah. in and match him uh, just to see. Just, just see did that on a show um, that I, that I, well, I won't say anything, but I just did that on a yeah. show where I That's had to the be rule. the actor yeah, you and can. then... They brought in these famous musicians to sing those parts. It's I was like very relieved by that. Real life singing in the rain. You yeah. Know, like somebody's doing the voice behind the scenes. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? I'm so still thinking about this. He's big, big old dick, this <laughs> I guy. I know. It's too much dick. He's like, you know what I mean? Uh, well, we can, cha- we can change <laughs> can the we subject change and talk about how Robbie uh, oh, loves. Uh, can I tell in that quick story? <laughs> oh, okay. Please. Oh, all right. That okay. quick thing, real quick. All right. <laughs> I worked on the Late Late Show. Okay. In between Ferguson and Corden. And I saw your Drew Carey. It was my first job I ever liked in this city. I couldn't believe it. My first job was when Bob Oshak yeah. was the guest host to get all the cameras right. right. And just like Robbie dressing up as the B, we have a very sordid past, Robbie and I, competition-wise. Uh, <laughs> my first job on The Late Late Show was playing a T-shirt gimp who wore leather daddy oh, pants and wow. threw out T-shirts in between segments. No shit. Yeah. That was you. Oh, that wow. was me. Did you have the beard? I d- not like this. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then dude. on the Drew Carey one, yeah. that was the first monologue joke I ever got on the air, was the first guest host of with Drew Carey, and it blew my mind. Um, um, a Orange County Bakery is being sued by 39 people for selling a cake laced with LSD. Actually, it was just one person hallucinating the other 38. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was for Bob Oshak's version or for the that Drew Carey? That was for Drew Carey. For Oshak, I was a leather daddy. See, now for Bob Oshak, Bob Oshak, one of the great writers on that show, now at Bill Maher, yeah. he was in my pilot interviewing George Lucas. He, there's a, it's called Walking with George Lucas. Oh. He's the guy that walks with George. We shot it in Malibu. It stood yeah. in for Skywalker Ranch, which I got to go to, by the way, to do the sound mix for my pilot, but I'll, I'll oh, talk about that in a minute. God. Ben Burt's sitting there going, yeah, George would really like this. And I'm like, that's great, Ben. And uh, Gary Rydstrom next door mixing a little movie called Star Wars Episode Seven, and oh, I'm like, no. Can I just take a look? And then I saw the movie and I went, oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> right? but Drew Carey, uh, but the test show was with Bob Oshak. This is when they moved the Late Late Show set. They moved our set over to another part of the studio. So they took our entire set, disassembled it, moved it over to another part of CBS, and then we had to do test shows to test the equipment and make sure, make sure everything was fine. None sure. of these aired, by the way. Mm-hmm. Bob Oshak was the host, and I came out as one of the guests. Mm. Peter LaSalle, still producing this like it's The Tonight Show, love the guy, have a lot of respect for him. He's been around forever. I mean, mm. he's got the Johnny Carson history. 
he pulls me aside after the test show. No one's going to see the show. Mm-hmm. And he goes, listen, you were, uh, you were a bit out of control out there. <laughs> you want to just calm it down a little bit. You came out. The, you, let me tell you a story. Johnny Carson never liked Dudley Moore. And Dudley Moore would come out and do all these bits, and nobody liked him. This is before Arthur came out. Wait until they know who you are to do that stuff. And I was like, I felt like I was being chided. I, w- I was a little boy, and I'd done mm-hmm. something. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, I know. When I do the Drew Carey show, which will be aired, when Drew Carey's those, I'm not going to come out like that. It's just I know Bob Oshak. This was a way yeah. for the employees to blow off steam. Yeah. And I'm getting notes on a performance <laughs> on a test show. By the way, how pissed was I that they never once asked me to be the guest host of any of the test shows? Ah. This is the thing that I was really harboring. Like, Bob, totally, I get it. But we did test shows when we moved to HD cameras. Mm-hmm. This is in 2009, I think, or 2010. Jeez. They said, Josh, Josh, uh, how would you like to be Jeff Peterson on those test shows? We're going to have the audience coordinator guys be the hosts, and we need you to help <laughs> them out. And I'm like, what about me? I'm the guy behind the, you know, but I've, I've gotten over it. I'm fine uh, now. I got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thank that, you. dude. That's so amazing. Bob Oshak, um, brilliantly, when we when we started doing the nighttime show live, one of the, the originally writing the jokes on the show, it was Matt Walker, Mike Black, our announcer. And me, the three of us would sit around. We try to come up with bits, right? And then Sam Tripoli. Oh, Sam Tripoli. Tripoli was like, do you know him? Oh well, yes. He's w- such a funny. When stand-up. he did shows at the what's the sushi restaurant? I don't know if it's around anymore. On Sunset, there was uh, was it Miyagi's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So Jay Davis. This is way back in the yeah. day, two thousand five. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. is the era of uh, what's uh, what's his name? Dane Cook having a big was, billboard on the when sunset. When he was at uh, Miyagi's was the big one, and then right. the other one was the, was the other place? Laugh Factory. Oh, well, no, there was a place that was a... Oh, across Dublin's. the street. Dublin's, right. That was the other place he did, yeah. So, Jay, that was my first stand-up ever was at Miyagi's. Wow. And Tripoli was there. And I remember I was laughing a little too loud at Tripoli's stuff. And he goes, what is this guy? What are you fucking... What are you, Ed McMahon? He goes, all right, come <laughs> up here. And he made me sit behind him on stage. And just anytime he told a joke, I would just go, yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my god. That's how I met Sam yeah. Tripoli. Oh, so great. Love that guy. So yeah. so yeah. all through so, so he was Tripoli, part of the Tripoli was the one that came to the three of us and was like this show this this live thing that you guys are doing this fake yeah. we had this done like it, big live you we, know he hosted he guest hosted for Tom Green on Tom Green's Webovision. Okay, we did right. it as a talk like a talk show with like yeah, a band Robbie, and a, we put Robbie in his underwear just his yeah. underwear and I'd hold all the cue cards behind the camera nice and so then yeah. every time oh, we'd have a camera on Robbie so then I we would cut to Robbie whenever a joke didn't work, and I would yell at him yeah. for, right, for right. standing there awkward. Yeah. And, our, and our our band was just a guy playing saxophone. Like I that love was our it. Band. Yeah. It was yeah. very it's like public access feel. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. then we tried it at the comedy store, and then Tripoli saw, saw it, it that night yeah. and was like, "Let me write for you guys. Let me help this be a better wow. show." And then uh, we moved it to the Lyric Theater, and when we got to Lyric, 
um, you know, heat started kind of building up on it. And then the Hollywood improv was like, let's make this the Saturday night, 10 PM show once a month. And when we moved there, then Bob Oshak started writing monologue jokes for us. And so wow. did Mike Glazer mm-hmm. and, and, uh, Mark Mealy mm-hmm. and, uh, Jason Hadley and a couple other guys. So got and a lot of people sending jokes, yeah, in, which is great. But like the core group, the guys that we get together with on a, like on a monthly basis mm. is, uh, Glazer. And um, and Bob and are Bob. the ones that where we sit down and we go through you know pages and pages or still yeah still oh, to wow. this day I mean yeah. like this past month my favorite joke from this past uh, we do a monologue at the top of the show but we get dirty and say fucked up stuff and sure I, I think uh, sounds like Bob one of the yeah. jokes was um, uh, what was it about um, oh it was just Easter huh it was Easter yeah you man you guys went egg crazy. You guys, oh, the only place that there, uh, uh, the only place there weren't eggs was in uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton's barren uterus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites. And then the other yeah, one was, uh, hey, did you guys hear about uh, this? Was amazing. It was on the internet. Uh, everyone saw this. April the giraffe had a baby. Did you hear about that? Live on the internet. April the giraffe. Man, there's nothing more beautiful than a uh, a beautiful baby giraffe. Uh, bungee jumping out of its mother's pussy. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> just the, gorgeous, right? Just, yeah. just. Uh, <laughs> what? It's like a cat. It was like a cat pushing a tray of lasagna off a table. Oh my <laughs> god! Just, just Who wrote the that miracle one? of life. This guy. Wow, that dude, was him. That's that was him. The tray uh, of lasagna. Oh, just. Uh, it was like it was like a like a dirty w- water balloon falling into a gas station toilet. I mean, just. <laughs> oh my god! The miracle of life. I mean, just. Fuck, yeah, the sure. Room yeah. Was shaking. Yeah. You know? Like that's uh, up that's up there, and then uh, my other favorite that I think uh, Oshak wrote or Matt wrote was, uh, uh, oh, did you guys hear? Uh, 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 Amy Schumer just said she will no longer be taking pictures with fans. Oh, it's very sad. Yeah, uh, but she uh, she will uh, still catch all the fish you can throw at her. <laughs> 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 just like me, just like brutally oh, mean. Yeah. We were like, oh, why no, are I you love so it. mean? That's how Bob and I would joke like that backstage. Yeah, and just, so we'd always fun. go, oh my god, why did you say that? Well, because the, the thing best. that that I always liked about doing a monologue too, and especially the monologue jokes that these guys write, is that. We're not because we're not on TV. Right. We don't have to be clean. Well, that's and the problem. Yeah. We we can say things that are like chauvinistic or or yeah. racist or f- really fucked up, and as long as it's funny, it'll f- it'll fucking of course kill in the yeah. Because you watch Kimmel you know? and you go, I mean, not Kimmel Fallon, and you go, oh my god, yeah. This is like, what is this? What so how did you with? how did you end up getting the job on uh, Ferguson? Ferguson. Well, I was doing public access TV for I did it for ten years, ninety eight to two thousand eight. Tons of shows. I did a late night horror movie show. I built the set and I had puppets and I showed crappy movies. This was out. That was out in Chino. That was out oh by God. the men's prison. Mm-hmm. I moved. I moved out Is here in ninety five. Version of Elvira, both out tits. Be exactly. Okay. Yeah, really scrawny, big, big dick though, big dick uh, Elvira. <laughs> but this was uh, because growing up in Cleveland, uh, we had about six or seven horror movie hosts at one time yeah. when I was a kid. Uh, we had Big Chuck and Little John. There was uh, Hulahan, Big Chuck and Houlihan, Superhost. Elvira was syndicated. We mm-hmm. had Frank and Drac. 
Um, I mean, it just it went, we had all these, oh, Goulardi, Son of Ghoul, The Ghoul. So I grew up watching all of these crappy late-night horror movie shows. And uh, so I made my own. I built, I built the dungeon set mm-hmm. out of the old styrofoam rectangles that used to go inside the VHS cover boxes at Blockbuster <laughs> Video. They would throw these out yeah. as we were getting more DVDs. They would throw out bags and bags of these white rectangular pieces of styrofoam, and I took about 10 bags of those home and glued them one by one to these big pieces of cardboard. What's the statute of limitations? Like uh, how dare you? How dare you? Oh, <laughs> this is Ted Gomez here. Uh, I noticed you uh, stole a lot of stuff there. The drumsticks, we're going to need you to pay us back for that. Uh, but, but I made a set of uh, spray painted it green and made a dungeon set so i was doing uh that show my own variety show the josh thompson show which was all puppets and green screen and craziness it's kind of a precursor to the pilot that i just made sure sure and then i did um uh we did a show called lunchtime live took it out here to eagle rock and my buddy raymond chavez jr rest in peace uh he and i did Lunchtime Live with Josh and Raymond, and it started when we were employees at Adelphia Cable, and during our lunch break, we would sit in the control room, and he brought a video camera into work one day, and we patched in to local channel 16 and ate our lunch and took phone calls on our company-issued phones. This was in 2006. Oh, my God. And that led to doing it in a studio. By the end of the run of Lunchtime Live in Eagle Rock, public access, we had a full audience. We had little people. We had singing cowboys. We had strippers. I mean, it was, an, it was out of control. Yeah. And one of the other characters was Reverend Apostle BG, which is my preacher character that I do on YouTube Live on my YouTube channel. And I'll take calls from people all around the world. And that was the character that one of the writers from The Late Late Show saw on public access TV. Joe Strazulo, who's since become a very good friend of mine, he was getting stoned and watching public access TV and (laughs) saw this preacher. And I gave out the email address, and he emailed me and said, what the hell else do you do? And I said, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger on The Howard Stern Show. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I write for this little late show. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's not saying the name of it. He's full of shit. Well, it turns out it was The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. That was 2007, February 2007. And they brought me in to just do the voice of Arnold. And then they put prosthetics on me and a muscle suit. And pretty soon I started doing like via satellite interviews as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Craig, how are you? And uh, that was it. I was on the show for eight years. Wow. Did that show for eight years. Yeah. And then Jeff Peterson didn't come along until later on. That was about 2010. The robot, the talking robot. Yeah. Just for people that don't know. There are a lot that don't know. Wow. Have you ever like gone through a McDonald's drive through and said, Sarah Connor? Do you want to come come with me if you want to live? <laughs> say the line, Sarah Connor. Wait, hang on. Do it again. I want to. Have, have you ever gone through like a McDonald's yeah, no, drive-through, yeah. right? And then told the employees in the Arnold Schwarzenegger accent, "Sarah Connor, come with me if you want to live." Wait, wait, can you do? Wait, Robbie, can, can you, you do, do an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger? I I don't think I can. No, just give it a shot. Give it a shot. I want to hear your best Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, Sarah Connor, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not bad. You got the gurgle in there. Yeah. I like that you say her name before. <laughs> Sarah Connor, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, I, I, Sarah, I don't come with me if you want to live. Yours, yours is come very. It's understated. It sounds sounds like it. That's the other problem with the Schwarzenegger impression is people like the comedic gurgling. Yeah, they go, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, Josh, do yours. 
How are you? That's not good. <laughs> yeah. You no, suck, yours dude. Is like, yours is like, you That's could not, actually do that as My a brother does That's that, always. but like yeah. way better. My brother took a shit on a cat, went viral. NBC's, he's in talks with NBC right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the I mean, Cash I, Me Outside girl has uh, a better agent I can't even. than me. I went and made a $120,000 pilot, and this bitch pencils on her eyebrows and has a deal. How about uh, that? Because she beats people up. How about that? That fucking... Because of Dr. Phil. Oh, God. Why you little go, bitch. Why not go beat up Dr. Phil? Maybe that's the plan. I'm going to go kick Dr. Phil's ass. <laughs> yeah. Because of you, I wasted $120,000. Hey, Dr. Phil, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Who are you? Let's talk about the pilot of yes. pilots. Um, now, I saw the original trailer for this. I believe somebody uh, maybe guessed on from um, Meltdown. Beauty uh, the Beast? The, the, the owner of the comic book right. shop. Or Regina from uh, the from WonderCon. For, not WonderCon. From uh, LA Comic Con. Maybe it was one of these people. One of these people. Or Piot. Michael. Probably Piot. Yeah, because he's in it. Yeah. One of those guys posted it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, I remember seeing the preview for it and just being like, "This is everything I could imagine being cool." Yeah, like, it's so fucking cool. It's so well made. The teaser, yeah, that was the teaser. That teaser, yeah. was gorgeous with the Beetlejuice music. Yeah, the Danny well, Elfman yeah. stuff. What, how did this happen? And what what happened here well i made two teasers i actually made one several years ago and it and it was okay it, it ended up kind of being just a bunch of youtube sketches oh john schnepp posted it that's who it was oh really yeah okay yeah. well there you go a i mean of- you know and i we were i basically i got the old crew together the people from public access um group of people that i used to work with years ago in public access they were kids back then they were like 14, 15 years old, and then they went off to film school, and they got really good at what they do, and these guys are about 26, 27 years old, and Kamel Alloway is a friend of mine, great filmmaker. We just have this way of communicating without speaking as creative people. He knew exactly what I was going for. I said, I want to do a Mr. Rogers, if Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, if Mr. Rogers were Don Draper. You know, if mm-hmm. if Mr. Rogers was openly drinking during the show, <laughs> I want to go into Pinwheel was a show that used to be on Nickelodeon. The early years of Nickelodeon had a show called Pinwheel. Uh, I want to revisit all these children's shows, but I want them to be fucked up and I want it to be for adults. And I want to do like an SCTV type thing. I want it all to be improvised and I want to get all of my favorite people that I work with together. And that's exactly what we did. We got everyone together and we made this crazy show where I could be, you know, George Lucas. I could walk around as George Lucas, which is great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, the, the whole idea about Star Wars, you don't realize it's just Luke's uh, sexual fantasy. You know, the Sarlacc pit is just a big <laughs> sort of vagina. You know? Once you realize that, you know, the rest of the movies kind of make sense. Starts and you're in sense. full prosthetics full as prosthetics, George Lucas. Yeah. And so, you look Exactly. It's like, pretty amazing. With the chin and the yeah. giant chin, the yeah. whole bit. I Greg mean, McDougal, it's so good. Uh, Greg McDougal was the makeup effects artist, good friend, also from Cleveland, who did the gizzard. And it's great because we spent three days looking at various George Lucas necks or through the years. <laughs> and I had to wow. pick which one I like the best. And then Katie Lucina is the uh, person. She does all of my hair. 
She punches all the wigs herself. She made the Jesus. mustache and the beard and everything, all custom made. Um, and it was totally worth it. I mean, it was like a three and a half hour makeup process. We shot in Malibu at a place called uh, Saddle Rock Ranch, which is Malibu Wines, Malibu Safari. You can go there. There's giraffes and you can see water buffalo and it's weird. It's can a you weird watch place. the giraffes have other giraffes? You can do. Yeah, pushes? sure. Bungee sure. jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a lasagna kind of a thing. Yeah. It's a really great yeah. joke. We've got a character in the new Star Wars. It's a... It's a talking lasagna. <laughs> it's, it's, it's digital, but I mean, we have a, we have kind of an actor in there. You kind of have him there. Yeah. People like want to people have an eye line or something. They're always whining about that, but well, we got rid of him. <laughs> we got rid of him. Uh, no, here's the thing. I love George Lucas a lot. I, I it's, it's we'll get into that some other time. But he's one of my favorite filmmakers just because he's such a maverick. And the thing I admire about the guy is he did exactly what he wanted to do. Whether you agree mm-hmm. with it or not, the guy did it exactly his way with his own money, which is insane. It's yeah. insane. Especially now, he was like, I'm just going to make these movies with me. Fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. Charger. Yeah. Fuck you. So, um, but I, I wanted to do... Now, here's what's crazy. So we shot uh, Walking with George Lucas, part of the sketch of, uh, of the show. We did uh, Carl Sagan. There's a segment where we do Cosmos, and I walk along the beach and talk about different things. All improvised. So I had my crew, uh, the prop department just build things and not tell me what they were going to be and then just set them out there, whether they set them on the beach or whether that was during the George Lucas sketch. We shot in a church for the preacher. We did eight, eight hours in a church where I was the holiness preacher, and we had a full congregation, and I said, just set shit all over the place. Don't tell me what it is. So it was really pure improv in the sense that nothing was worked out beforehand. Jeez, Louise. We shot for eight days. We got this beautiful pilot. Um, and then we uh, had this crowdfunding campaign to finish it. We raised, I, th- I honestly thought I was going to raise about a thousand bucks. I figured people were going to be like, we don't, screw you, bro. You're a celeb. You're, yeah. you're on Late Late Show, so you must be a millionaire, bro. That's what people think, by the way. When you, you, ever, oh, yeah. you do a show and they're like, well, you're, done. you're set, dude. One episode of Family Guy, you got a house. <laughs> no, I don't. That's like less than half the rent, sir. But yeah. uh, we raised $51,000. Wow. Wow. We wanted to raise 25,000. That was our goal, and we ended up raising 51,000. And I was just blown away using Periscope, using uh Facebook, just reaching out to people. And then we got to do the sound mix at Skywalker Sound, which was the greatest oh thing. God. I'm in the THX theater with the guys from Skywalker watching me as their former boss on the screen. <laughs> And Ben Burt, who's like the king of sound editing, he's the he's worked on all the Star Wars movies, all the Indiana Jones movies. He's the voice of Wally. He's done everything. He said, "George should really think this is funny. It's very good." Oh my! That was God. enough for me, <laughs> you know. So I, it was it was a great experience. And now so uh, I have a development deal with Lionsgate. So it, I mean, it's been a long journey. We made it like two and a half years ago. Uh, even long, I think, yeah, two and a half years ago. It's been a long journey, but it's been really worth it. Oh, and, man, you know. I'm so happy for you. I really, I, 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 we will put a link, uh, to the, to the YouTube. Yeah, it's on my site uh, too. Yeah. Just, uh, the, the jrtshow.com. Okay. When yeah, I say we'll the JRT show, people always type in JRT show. Okay. <laughs> well, you said the, but I'm not going to put that in. We'll, we'll, we'll post a, I mean, if it's, is it on YouTube too? Yeah, absolutely. The, the it's on my channel. Show? Yeah. Okay, which is right. also the JRT show. Awesome. Same with my YouTube channel. So just type in JRT show. How dare you? No. <laughs> JRT.net? What is it? Is it what what do you do? Wait, what? What? Oh, so I went as George Lucas, I dressed up and went to uh, Star Wars celebration when it was mm-hmm. in Anaheim. I'd never been to this before. 
Greatest convention ever. Everybody at this convention, nicest people in the world, and they love every Star Wars movie. Are they're they all dra- Scientologists? They're all Scientologists, every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> Hello, L. Ron Hubbard here. Uh, this is uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Now, of course, uh, this is what his lectures would sound like, by the way. A uh, fellow walks into a laundromat asking for a hamburger. Why, uh, that's somebody we can work with. Uh, of course, you don't ask him what he wants on the hamburger. You ask him how his day was. Of course, you start to bring him up the tone scale, and then why now we've got some, now we're in a conversation. Now, of course, we start to see his private pain. I mean, six hours of this <laughs> oh shit. My God. It's the best thing. It's the Holy greatest. Mo- I could do it shit. all day. Oh my God. Fellow walks into a uh, Krispy Kreme store asking for a pizza, and we go, Well, what kind of crust do you want? Of course, now we're off to the races, and uh, he starts telling us about the Venusians. <laughs> of course, the <laughs> Russians know about that. And then, so uh, there we go. Chapter two. I mean, my God. <laughs> That's you what, what, you know. I had a, I had a uh, crazy person uh, experience the other night that. Uh, I've told about four people, five people already, because it, you ever have you ever have like a crazy person experience, and then it, it you just go, ah, well, like the other we had this thing happen. It, it sticks with you sometimes, you know, like like we were. Wa- I was walking by Togo's, and uh, there was a woman sitting in front of Togo's eating Chinese food, ang- like angry, like she right. was a big big lady and she was nicely dressed, but she was in her about sixties. She was piling chow mein into her mouth, and I look over at her. And I, uh, just for a second, and she looks at me and she goes, are you going to buy me a pastrami sandwich? <laughs> I go, what? And she goes, are you going to buy me pastrami sandwiches? And I go, well, you have to wait till you finish your Chinese food. You know, I, I don't, <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, one thing at a time, lady. But it stuck with me for like, yeah. a, like, a, like a couple of weeks where I was like, why me? Why do sure. you look at me and think I'm going to buy you do I have a like a pastrami wow. sandwich look where I buy? Yeah, but I yeah, ran, you do. I've yeah. run I've run into You've a couple of people. It turns out that she does this constantly. She goes to restaurants and sits in front of them and then yells at people to buy her food. And she's not homeless. She's now, just a. Do lady. you feel bad about that because you're not special anymore? Yeah, I do. I felt <laughs> like, like, it was like before like a, you were like the guy. Like oh, I was I, the guy. I'm, maybe I it's that like, guy. Maybe I'm now, the pastrami sandwich. We've got a, a character guy. in one of the special editions. It's a talking pastrami <laughs> pastrami creature. It's, uh, it's called Pastramius, and he's from a planet. It's all Pastrami people. Well, the other um, night, it's I, got, kind of interesting. I got picked up by Pastrami. an Uber driver. <laughs> sure. Uh, I got picked up by an Uber driver, and it was uh, a, a guy. He picked me up in a Toyota Tacoma. Mm-hmm. So it was a pickup truck. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Just make a little extra money. on Making ends meet. <laughs> yeah. My favorite phrase. Making ends meet. That's bad. That's a bad phrase. Making ends meet. Want to see my girlfriend's pussy? Got to hear my wallet. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a guy I worked with at Blockbuster, by oh, the way. Oh, God. Are you serious? Kev- Kevin, yeah. <laughs> no. At that time, he was in his 50s, and I thought he was ancient. He always smelled of booze. He'd mm. come in and be like, got laid off at the factory next door. Hey, you want to see my Mexican girlfriend's pussy? Oh my God, he had serious? like a photo he took of her vagina in a photo booth and then laminated it and had it in his oversized wallet that he put in his back pocket in his khaki pants that he wore to Blockbuster, which were super tight. So it was just this big square wallet in his ass. And he'd be like, I see my girlfriend's pussy? My name's Kevin. How you doing? Oh, hey, Josh, I'm going to step out and have a little drink, all right? So okay. <laughs> I, I like him a lot. He's the man. <laughs> he sounds like a Kevin great Urbanski, guy. if you're out there, bro, please call into the show. There's no I, calls. We don't take calls. I love so people just call like that. You? Yeah, just uh, oh, what I was going to say was I was at the uh, the Star Wars convention, oh, yeah, the Anahe- Anaheim, the Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. People there were just everybody. I mean, everybody wanted to take a picture with me, and it felt so fucked up because nobody knows who I am from the Late Late Show, but as George Lucas, I couldn't walk a foot without being attacked. Were you in the... Full makeup, oh, walking around. no And way. I had a sign that said, 
Greedo shot first, and then I was holding my and I the video is up on my site as well, mm-hmm. and I'm holding the Jar Jar Binks doll and walking around talking to people. Mm-hmm. Then we did it again at Comic Con. I mean, people were so angry at me. They were saying things like, uh, "He actually wears white tennis shoes." So. <laughs> They they were really? they were all in line to go to the uh, Hall H to see the Star Wars Episode Seven panel. So J.J. Abrams was there. I was trying to get in because I wanted to get up and ask a question and say, "When are you going to give me back my movies, you son of a bitch?" or something like that. <laughs> Could you ask him, uh, "Hey J.J., why did the fuck did you blow Vulcan?" Could you ask him that question? Uh, J.J., uh, I got a friend here who wants to know. Uh, <laughs> really, Vulcan? Seriously? That's what I want to know about. Seriously? But I, I but I, I so I'm standing out in front of the line going into Hall H, and all these people have been camped out overnight, and they're all sweaty and tired and angry. And we thought we'd make a bit out of it. So I'm like, can anybody give the creator of Star Wars a wristband? George here. I, I'm the one that, you know. <laughs> and everyone's like, fuck you, George. You raped my childhood, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, to me, I'm like, I'm not like, really not George. <laughs> but the response was much, to, and I never got yeah. a wristband. I really, I was like, really, all this? You're going to let me in just to... They're like, no, you're not getting anything, bro. You suck, bro. How dare you come here with that? Greedo didn't shoot first, bro. Yeah. I spit my gum out of myself. <laughs> anyway, I know. I'm uh, sorry. I got really angry. Give me a pastrami sandwich. I'll you? get you a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> Give me a pastrami sandwich. Well, uh, I would, except we're at Genghis Cohen, the greatest Chinese restaurant in all of Los Angeles. They have great food here. They really do have great yeah. food, and it is uh, just an honor and pleasure to always be... Recording our episodes. You know, whenever I drive by Genghis Cohen, I think, mmm, that's good eating. Genghis Cohen. You can also get a nice, good, uh, stiff drink at Genghis Cohen. You really can. Ask for it by name. Stop by and say Steven sent you, and you'll get something. You'll get acknowledgement. A free moist towelette. <laughs> Who was that? Was I that don't know. That? I guess that's that woman. I don't know. Good She's lady. Too. Can you buy me a pastrami <laughs> sandwich? That's nice. Um, this is, been, is that the end of the show? I think so. It was I think so we, quick. We, what is your? What did you do? An hour? Is that how it works? How how long was that? Hold on, I gotta turn my. It's a lot of activity like going on here during the show. By the way, there's a lot of people. It's been uh, an hour nineteen. Okay, uh, I do about a ninety minute show. That's pretty good. Yeah. By myself, Day. 90 minutes wow. telling stories. Taking phone calls, though, too. I take phone oh, calls. Wow. That's a dangerous How thing you do to it? do. Uh, I try to do it almost every day. Wow. Monday wow. through Friday. Really? Yeah, it's Man, stupid. Steven. I don't know what I'm thinking. Do you, do, it, do you have a booth at home? No. I, well, I mean, I set up a lighting setup in my I use that Mevo cam. That camera I was telling you about, Livestream made this camera called Mevo, which is one camera that does nine shots, and you can no sit and direct way. it. You can direct it off your iPhone or iPad. Are you serious? Yes. You have this. You have this. I've camera? got it. I love it, and you how cannot much borrow it. How, how much? One of the cameras. Uh, four hundred bucks. It's not bad. Totally reasonable for what it does. Yeah. Uh, now also working for Android, but I mean, come on. And uh, sorry, guys, I didn't mean to insult you. I'm sorry about that. But it's 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 amazing, honestly, dude. I can I can direct the whole thing myself. You can set up your shots ahead of time. And then turn it to auto direct, so it just goes to medium, wide. You know, it'll just it'll but do it for you. How many different types of shots could it get? Well, it's one. The wide shot is like a big fisheye lens HD sort of fisheye shot, so it's a full mm-hmm. room, right? And then it breaks down that shot into smaller parts of that same shot. So it's not like so it's different like upper angles. left quadrant, upper exactly, right quadrant, exactly. Yeah. And you can zoom and you can pan. Can you and give it a second camera, or does it is it only you one? could if you had live stream studio. But then you'd have to be spending money, and you don't want to do that. Wow! But just for for what it does. Mm-hmm. Wow! 
Oh, look at that. 400 bucks. Yeah. That All sounds right, pretty damn good. We're going to be looking into that, I think. Yeah, we should, we should yeah. do that for our show. It's really cool. I'll show you guys a little sample of my show when we uh, get done here. I don't at want to impress the, you right at now. At JRTShow.com? The JRTShow.com. The JRTShow.com. The T-H-E JRTShow.org? Dot com. Yeah, absolutely. Dot net. Uh, well, look, b- before, we, uh, before we wrap uh, this thing up. Yeah, what's um, up, yeah, what's up, man? What's up? Just, uh, just a real quick thing I'd like to mention. Folks, what's happening here is during the show, there's a lot of guys on their cell phones, and then they're like whispering to each other. Yeah, and there's I, a lot I, of It seems like there's urgency. I don't know. Was there an emergency that happened during the show? You know, it's it's, it's all about weird hand signals and uh, Josh for us. It's like I'm boring you guys. No, and you're like, no, oh, he's going on about this bullshit. And well, we were talking cut him off, bro. Go we were ahead. talking about the you know we we're talking about sexy stuff. You know that's why we're doing a lot of. Whispering. I understand. I understand. But you know what? You shouldn't keep the whispering in the bedroom. You got to keep it out in the world, right? Right. You got to mm-hmm. talk about stuff. Like for example, you got to spice up your. You should mm-hmm. spice up your sex life. You right, should. Robbie? Yeah, I I love vagina vaginas. They're, <laughs> they're great. And, and <laughs> how and how would you do that, well, Stephen? Well, if you love vaginas, you're sure gonna love this. Go to AdamandEve.com, yeah, and for is. a limited time only, you can get fifty percent off any item, and they've got everything over there for men's and for ladies. Oh, that's great. Oh yeah. You have anything else you want to say about that? Oh Stephen? well, I don't know. Guess what? If you get fifty percent off, you also receive three free adult films. Wow. <laughs> made made by adults for adults. For adults. Mm-hmm. Three free ones? Yeah. That's a great deal. And when I say one of one of these may be monkey bone with uh uh Brendan, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, the old Still here and, guys. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Sorry, Tom Cruise took over for you, buddy. I'm still here though. <laughs> Sorry, uh, buddy. That's a great deal. That must be it. No, that must, no. There's actually more. Is there more? Uh, yeah, you also that get a free it. extra <laughs> gift. So sensual, we can't talk about it on the air. Come on. I'm not kidding you. On top of all that, we even throw in a free shipping for the order. They've got to be kidding, but they're not kidding. It's real. Check out AdamandEve.com today for your special offer, Robbie, and you get 50% off one item when you type in TNTS. Uh, the offer code, check out code upon check what's that code again i'll give it to you again it's tnts okay it's uh you know tnts like the nighttime show when you do you get three free dvds you get free extra gift you get free shipping just use tnts at uh, uh, adamandeve.com are you okay <laughs> I, may have very a, <laughs> I may have had a stroke okay <laughs> are you having flashbacks to your days in really school? no that's seem like nervous about it you okay uh, what would happen i think I feel pretty good about that. Okay. I feel pretty good yeah. about it. Is the owner, uh, I feel like someone's, there's a sniper. There's a lot of <laughs> uncomfortableness a here. I start sweating. Yeah, you guys guy start, everyone's starting to get really me. squirrely all of a sudden. You better talk about adamandeve.com or I'm going to shoot you in your goddamn face. Eve is the one with the vagina, right? Wow. Yeah, yes. Eve is the one that has the vagina. Right. Okay. Yes. Adam is um, just a guy. This is a regular guy. Poor guy. Right. Yeah. He has to deal with her all the time. Yeah, like that Tad Cummins kidnapped that 15-year-old. Remember that story about (laughs) Tad Cummins? Oh, yeah, Tad Cummins. Uh, My favorite part of that story, so Tad Cummins, the teacher. Yeah. First of all, his name's Tad Cummins, the greatest fucking name. (laughs) So they fall in love, whatever. I love my teacher, whatever. Uh, When the authorities surround this cabin and they finally find Tad and Elizabeth, that's the girl's name, Mm -hmm. he comes out, first thing he says to the authorities is, 
I'm so glad this is over. No way. <laughs> and all I could think of is, what if like about a week and a half in, she just wouldn't shut the fuck up? And yeah. he's like, oh, God, she's 15. She's like, I'm my an idiot. Snapchat exactly. doesn't work out here. I can't yeah. use it. Shut and up all- for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> These Instagram filters do not work out here. Right. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep saying you miss your wife? I don't understand. Oh, she looks like Beeren. Yeah. His wife. Yeah. She's, Why, she's yeah. a beauty. Yeah. Yeah. God bless you, Tad Cummins. Oh, Tad. You reminded me of Tad. He's he's the original Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me? Robbie, you sure, remind yeah. everybody of Tad. <laughs> you remind me of Tad Cummins. Or Cummings. I'm not totally Cummins. sure. Cummins, Cummins and Goins. Sure. Uh, Tad okay. cuts his new movie coming out. Well, That's guys, how listen, I'm ending. We're, we should end on uh, pedophilia in the Yeah, well, the not really. You know, look, hey, whatever. She had a bad <laughs> phone like, signal. <laughs> what are you well, going to do? I want to tweet this. Can we take a photo together? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be your secret, Tad. If they just if they tracked them down by her Snapchat, right, would be the funniest thing. Uh, that would be amazing. She's like, I'm just out here in the woods. It's boring. It's fuck. Turn that shit off. <laughs> that's gonna how get we're us in trouble. That's how we're ending the show with Tad Cummins. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, the, no, the JRTShow.com. I feel really good about that. <laughs> what, um, what about Tommy Lee Jones? Can you do his voice? Sure. Hey, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was spot on. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he's going to send you a cease and desist. Who's, who's, the, who's the weirdest voice that you do? Um, John, uh, Probably John Carradine. John Carradine was an old horror movie actor, and uh, I enjoy the way that he spoke. He was very proper. And his son was David, who mm-hmm. hanged himself in a closet uh, during his some sort of son? autoerotic. Sure. Uh, Keith is mm-hmm. on, uh, was on Fargo. He's a fine his- actor. Other son? Uh, David uh, Jackie Carradine. Because one of them was Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. That's, yeah. uh, is that Keith? I forget no, which one. No, Keith, uh, it doesn't matter. The yeah. point is I had a lot of sons. That's a, a lot weird, of that's a weird one. Talented you, sperm, that guy. Do you have one that you, that's a weird uh, voice that mm. you do? It's weird seeing you do Tracy Morgan, because. I do, I, I do, I do Tracy sometimes. I love uh, your Tracy Morgan. That's it. Do it. I did a, Zer- a fake Zyrtec commercial a on fake, YouTube. Okay, it was, yeah. it was just him being like, "Zyrtec, that shit's crazy. Why are you? Why is there a dinosaur in this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This, hang, on, hang on, hang on. This commercial don't make no sense. <laughs> I'm gonna get that lady pregnant. Like that was. <laughs> That's a great voice, man. Yeah. That's like I do Darnell Jenkins. That's a character I do, man. And first of all, you know, this motherfucker's cool as shit, man. <laughs> Yo, you're Tracy Morgan, man. That's a shit right there, man. You know, I'm talking about me in Cleveland. When I live in Cleveland, like you talk about that pastrami bitch. This motherfucker I had met at a bus stop when I went to Cleveland State University, man. And he was inside the bus stop, middle of wintertime, that enclosed bus stop with the glass and shit. And he was banging his left foot up against the back of the glass and shaking the whole thing. And I was sitting in there and he said, how's it feel to be in the last days of living? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, what does that mean? And he said, what you want it to mean? (laughs) And I'll never forget that. Holy shit. That was my pastrami moment. I love that. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Uh, I saw um, Tracy do stand-up in New York one time, and he was on stage, and in the middle of his act, he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, oh, shit, there's a little kid in the audience. Hey, little kid, how old are you? And the kid goes, <laughs> I'm 13. And he goes, 13 years old? Well, damn. All right, from the rest of the night, I ain't going to say anything offensive. I ain't going to go do no bad language. I'm going to keep this shit clean for you, kid. <laughs> I'm going to be clean the rest of the night just for you, okay? And he was like, okay. And he goes, 
Okay, first stroke, this is for you. I was fucking this dead hooker. <laughs> <laughs> this hooker was dead. <laughs> and I, I cried laughing. Uh, and, I, and I was like, I just want to do that. I just want to do that forever. That's the like, best. I it feels it so good much. doing that voice, though. It does feel yeah, good. Yeah, you like it. Well, you're the best. Thanks for hanging out with this ragtag crew of sure. lunatics sure, at a yeah. Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I love it. Uh, where can people find you on the interweb? They can find me at thejrtshow.com. T-H-E-J-R-T-Show.com. Your one-stop shop for Josh Nostradamus. Josh Thomas. Josh Robert Thomas. Thompson. <laughs> Thomas. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Josh R. Thompson. Okay. But you can find all of my social media where? TheJRTShow.com. TheJRTShow.com. Dot com. Uh, yeah, uh, Josh R. Thompson on Twitter. But the uh, YouTube channel is The JRT Show, and I recommend you subscribe because I do a lot of shows. I do the, the Reverend Apostle BG pretty much mm-hmm. weekly, and then I do my other podcast, Joshing awesome. Around. It's Joshing Around. That's the name of the show. I love it. So sad. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. All right, Robbie, where can people find you on the Come Internet? On, uh, they can find me at robbycarlisle.com c-a-r-l-y-s-l-e at uh, dot com and uh, <laughs> at dot com and uh, I do a weekly YouTube show called uh, Anti-Social Media hmm. which is a John Stewart Daily Show style ripoff show because all I want in life is for John Stewart to come to my house and uh, do things to me where can people hmm. find you in real life uh, at my house yeah. And at the nighttime show. What's your address? Uh, 684. No, don't wow. actually tell them. What? Wow. I, I was just, I want, oh I'm lonely at home. <laughs> wow. Some lady's going to come to your me. house and ask you to buy your pastrami sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, uh, Galeza? Where can we find you? And sure. where can we find your beard? Uh, my beard is all over my house. Uh, I shed everywhere. It's oh. just. I'd rather start this over. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, while Ted. we're on the, uh, yeah, we'll cut that Ted out. Cummins. We'll never cut that out. Ted, Ted Cummins. Ted Cummins. Ted, Ted Cummins. Uh, go over to uh, BuzzFeed Blue on YouTube. Uh, BuzzFeed Blue on YouTube. I'm in a series called High Guys, where me and a bunch of pals, we all get high with like sloths and monkeys and Snoop. Uh, for sure, watch that. And then on all social media, at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo, I just write and post weird stuff. So if you're into that, that's where I am. I really, I really liked your uh, post that you did where it was a, a Cinnabon earrings, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is Cinnabon earrings, but the icing on it, uh, there was like icing on it, and it also hits the ear. And oh. what, it, what was the title of the post? This looks like cum. Yeah, so I, sh- <laughs> I showed that to my girlfriend, and, and I showed it to Rachel, and she just goes, she goes, oh, Steven, <laughs> tell Glate. Oh, Glazer. It's Glazer wrote that? Oh, oh. Glazer. <laughs> That's how I know it's funny if oh. she does that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Either she laughs or she does an OG. Oh, right. One mm-hmm. of the two. Either way, you're good. What about you, uh, Matt fucking Waka? Uh, you can find me at jrtshow.com. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. No, it's yeah. thejrtshow.com. God damn it. No, no, that's, that's his. I'm, I'm jrtshow.com. Oh, that's you're me. the other one. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, no, you can find everything from me at funnymatt.com or uh, Josh can let me know what he thinks about this show at mattwalkersucks.com. Yes. Oh, Which yeah, is a I'm, real I'm, website. I'm going there. 
You should. It's yeah. brilliant. I'm going to go there. You, you can should. always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, don't forget to check out the nighttime show live if you live in Los Angeles, or you can check out clips from it on the YouTube channel. But if you're in Los Angeles, uh, check out uh, the May 27th show at the Hollywood Improv, Maz Jabrani, Helen Hong, lots of amazing, amazing comedians. It's our first time having a little hacky on the show, which we're very excited about. Uh, little Hacky, by the way, is a is a uh, a little person. Okay, who mm-hmm. will come out on stage and hit me every time I say something hacky? On the good, show. good, little Hacky. Oh. Yeah, I feel really good about it's that. Like your own so Sandman. You're going to uh, be hit a lot. Apollo. I'm going to be yeah. hit a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to okay. get hit a lot. Good, good. In this episode, mm-hmm. uh, and then also, of course, don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast, and uh, you know, leave us comments and let you know, uh, let us know things and uh, share. I hated it. it. Sound was bad. <laughs> Not that good. Exactly. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and uh, thanks so much for coming, man. I we've been trying to do this for a while, and I uh, I really appreciate. And I can't think of any better place to do it than here at Genghis Cohen. Genghis Cohen. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Be.